Hey everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravoed podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. I'm Eddie Estrada here with my co-host Armin, ready to talk about RHOBH, or as it is now called, Puppygate Programs. Eddie, all the relationships are fractured on BH, and I have a feeling the fractured relationships on BH are going to lead to a fractured relationship on Hot and Bravo. That's my prediction. I think we may be on different teams here. I think we are on different teams, and I, I've i done all my research. I've really watched the show. I've looked at a bunch of different sides that people have written about, a bunch of different positions that have been taken, and I think I've come to the right one. So before we get into that, Shots because I've fired. got a lot to say... Um, make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, H O T N B R A V O D. It's also on Instagram. If you want to check out our pics, um, and make sure you guys are subscribed. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google play music, iTunes, Spotify. So anywhere you listen, you can listen to us. So you never miss anything that has to do with the ladies of Beverly Hills. And if you listen on iTunes, rate and review us. It's super helpful and we really appreciate it. More people will find out about us and then you'll be that cool person who's like, oh, I listened to Hot and Bravo way back when. <laughs> um, so if you want to be that person, you always want to be that person. You always want to be that person. Um, okay, so we're just, I'm pre warning y'all if you're listening, we're just going to be talking about the dogs because that's all that the show has been about since it started. And it's about Lisa, Dorit, Teddy, and. Lucy, 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 Apple Juice, which is the worst dog name. Lucy, Goosey, Apple Juicy. No, it's not Goosey. It's just Lucy, <laughs> Lucy. It's double L. I'm going to start calling it Yas because like in Spanish, double L, like the LL is a, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a, it's like, a, so it's, a, it's the dog is Yas now. It's because I don't want to have to say damn Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juice every time I freaking say this dog's name. So you're going to say Yas? I'm going to say Yas. So Yas, <laughs> the, the puppy. Okay. So, Plus, when we talk about the dog shit, we're going to touch on everything that happened in this episode. Yeah, it's there's, but it all revolves around this little pup. All revolves around the dog. Okay, so it the episode starts off, and it's the next day after all the drama that went down with dinner with Lisa Renna and Dorit and LVP, um, where basically Lisa Renna's like, I think it's a setup. I, you know, she flat out stirs the pot. And so the next morning, they're all breaking off to their different excursions that they're going to do for the day. Lisa Renna, Dorit, Denise, and one other person. Camille. Camille decided to go snorkeling and go get some drinks. And they had these really cool smoothies that they made on bikes that I was like, I would totally do a soul cycle class with Lisa Renna to make my own margaritas. Um... Kyle Richards and LVP go shopping like they always do because they're the richest. And then uh, Erica and Teddy go golfing. Actually, Teddy does more gardening than golfing. But not only does Erica look the part, she can golf. Did you know, by the way, did you know that I used to teach golf? You're kidding. I'm a, I'm a, I was a big golfer in like elementary school and high school. That's why they They're, call you Eddie Woods. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was an L Woods reference. Oh, no. I was L Woods when I ran for senator of my college and then president. It was a whole thing. I'm L Woods as well. But no, yeah. It's a program called The First Tee. It's really great. Um, you learn life skill, life and leadership skills while learning golf. And I was an ace, which is the highest level. I've so. been to the driving range once, and I picked it up really quickly, actually. I had a good time. Yeah. Um, but but Erica's Excellent. Erica was excellent. Great form. 
So can hit the ball. let's talk about what happened. Let's choose Erica and Teddy first because yes. we're going to talk about each of these excursions and the conversations that happened at them. And they Teddy all, dropped some bombs. They, yes, they all reveal something deeper about this story because we're getting it just piece by piece. So Teddy and Erica are talking and basically Teddy reveals that she has incriminating texts from John Blizzard, cold John, <laughs> um, because there's the hot, you know, I have hot John and cold hot John. John, cold John, John right. Cecina or whatever is the hot John. Sessa. Sessa is the hot one. And the cold John is this blizzard bitch. So, um, <laughs> basically. Supposedly. Suppo- allegedly. Allegedly incriminating. And I saw the full text messages online. Teddy revealed the full text messages. So basically what the text messages reveal in the show is it's cropped from John Blizzard and it's Teddy texting John Blizzard and Teddy texts, but didn't Lisa tell you to tell me? And John Blizzard responds, yes. And this is cropped. So you can't see the full message. She tweeted the full message on Twitter and the full conversation actually goes from John Blizzard. I just don't like how he has to call me and be like, don't tell people. I'm like, LOL. And Teddy goes, but didn't Lisa tell you to tell me? And he goes, yes. IDK in two separate text messages. And he claims that the yes was to something that they said earlier. Right. Um, which happens all the time, by the way, in texting. all the time. So I give him that. But IDK. I don't it, know. You would have said flat out no. Unless he got the word from Sessa and he's not sure if Vanderpump directed Sessa to then direct him. Or. That's an IDK. It came from Ken. Which I also, that's part of my, I think Ken is a big, a big part of this that no one's talking about. But then Teddy texted, will she, will she be with us on Thursday? And then John Sessa says, it's like Ken's friend though, if you know what I mean. Teddy responds, yes, dot, dot, dot. Then in response to, will she be with us on Thursday? He goes, no idea. I'll find out. So what does that mean? Explain it. What I well, I want to I want to lay out I want to lay out all the parts and then I'm going to go through okay. what I think whose side I'm on, and what I think happened. Okay, it's like clue. You got to get all the pieces first before the puzzle. Side note: Erica looked fantastic while they were having this conversation. But Erica basically tells Teddy, "Own your truth. Tell it as many times as you can. Scream it from the rooftops. Don't let her bully you. Fight it, back. Fight back." Okay. So then we, let's say we go to the snorkeling. So basically, at snorkeling with Lisa, Rinna, Camille, um, Denise, and Dorit, we find out that this is not the first dog that Dorit returned to Vanderpump Dog. She had one before, yes, that was, <laughs> that was unnamed. We don't know the name of this dog. Um, but she had already given one dog back. Doesn't look great. <sighs> That's not great. At some point, you have to look at the owner of the dog. Exactly. Not the dogs in themselves. Because th- this is two for two. Is there any chance she is fabricating that the dogs are biting the children and PK? I don't think so. I know the first dog did. No, I know she d- it did bite. The first dog for sure. The first dog for sure did bite Phoenix, the girl. And that's when they took the dog back. Two Vanderpump dogs. And got Yas instead. Lucy Loopy, 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 Apple Juicy. Um, they got her instead. 
And then that one didn't work out. So they gave it to a friend who ended up dropping it off at a shelter. Does, does this happen that dog after dog after dog you adopt all bite because well i mean they are rescues right Is and that they why? are puppies maybe so they are young and i mean when we got i mean not my dog but my roommate got a new puppy for christmas and that dog bit a lot like a lot in my face in my ear in my nose but that's because she was a puppy and she was just learning you have to teach her not to bite i don't think the second dog bit a kid i think it just bit pk and i think Dorit was so nervous about what happened the first time that she wasn't going to take the chance again because we had Kate Casey on this week in Bravo. And she said, I'm sorry if a dog bites my kid, no matter if it's a puppy or a grown dog, I'm not going to have that dog around my kids anymore. Cause it's going to give me anxiety. Like you have to look out for your children first, of course, which I understand. So I think that's what happened with Dorit. I think she got nervous because it already happened once. It, she took the dog back. She had this new dog. She was afraid it was going to, if it bit PK, it would bite one of the kids. And I think she was just being a hyper mom, like freaking out a little bit, which I think is understandable. Yeah. I don't know much about dog ownership, but don't you have to think at, at some point that maybe they're not training the dogs properly? I don't think they were. I think she just had okay. the dog. And so that's, I, a, yeah. that's a fair question to ask. No. Yeah. And I think, okay. I think, I think it's also part She's not, it's, I mean, if you're not, if you're new to dogs, if a dog bit me, I was like freaking out when Dolly bit me, the, the puppy in my house. Because he was like, no, no, that's going to happen. Like, you're going to get bit. It's not going to hurt that much. You might draw some blood, but it happens. You have to teach them not to bite because they're animals. Okay. So we find out all of that. And Camille, you kind of see Camille not. Team Lisa. Yeah. She's kind of like, well, you did this to the dog. Like, I'm kind of on Lisa's side. So we already see. Lines are being drawn in these friend groups. And it wasn't appropriate that you didn't call Lisa immediately. Yeah. And she's like, you should have called Lisa immediately. Um, but more on that later, because Dorit did tell Lisa that she was giving this dog up to the home. And Lisa does not refute this fact. And she actually says it. She's written about it. She said she knew that Dorit gave this dog to another family. And she trusted Dorit, because Dorit's a good friend, that she actually found a loving home. So when they called and said the dog was at a shelter, Lisa had already known that it wasn't Dorit that had dropped the dog off at a shelter. She knew she had given it to another person. But we know this in the show Yeah, as well. we do. Yeah. yeah. So, But Dorit didn't call when it went to the shelter. Dorit didn't know. She's claiming she didn't know that it went I to the see. shelter, because it was in someone else's possession at this time. This is one of the most convoluted... Yeah controversies and, we've ever had in Housewives. And by the way, Lisa, Lisa said in the blog, she said, we knew it was given away to the new house. We didn't go right ahead and do the ownership transfer ship and all, transfer and all of that because we trusted Dorit's discretion of this person, which they shouldn't have. They said they should have, you know, met with the lady, done it. And Dorit could have gone to Vanderpump Dogs with her friend and done a transfer of ownership right there. But she just gave it to her friend because the friend came over and she's like, oh, maybe you should have this dog instead. And do we know if Dorit called immediately after giving it or if she called before giving it, giving the dog? She, I think she called after she gave it. See, that's a little bit problematic too because as a friend in that moment, it's awkward to be like, uh, you shouldn't have done that. Can you ask for the dog back? You're kind yeah. of in a bind, but don't I, you think? I, yeah. I mean, whatever. We're getting in the weeds yeah, here, but it's but, just... Yeah. So it, it, she, Dorit handled it wrong. I think Dorit is in the wrong for the way she handled this dog situation. But I also think T Lisa's camp, and that includes Ken and the Johns, 
are also in the wrong for other reasons that we'll get into. We'll get there. So here we go. So then let's talk about Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump shopping. Kyle is trying to get to the bottom of the story because Kyle is one of Lisa's best friends and she wants to understand what's happening, what this drama is about. Lisa is refusing to talk about it with her. I find this suspect. If Lisa wanted to clear her name, like and Lisa's like, it's just been too much. It's just been too much. The only person that's going to be there for Ka- for Lisa is her friends. And right now it's a, not really Dorit because Dorit's already being under attack and it's already losing trust in Lisa. Kyle is asking to help. Kyle is reaching out and trying to be a friend and trying to figure out what's going on. Lisa is talking about it though. How does she talk about it? She doesn't. She beats around the bush. No, she's saying that she doesn't have control over Blizzard and Sessa because they have their own agenda. And this entire narrative that's being propagated is false. So she is addressing it. She's not addressing it in the way you want her to. Oh, the way that Kyle wants her to. Because Why? Kyle just well, wants Well, because, because everyone else wants her to admit to something that may not be true. Something that I think is true. Okay, so or let's... Or if it is true, maybe she shouldn't have to fess up to... I can't wait to tell you my thoughts on this. Okay. I I talked about this on last week's pod, so the listeners know my stance on all this, but you were in Mexico. I was in Mexico. So you don't know my theory on all this. I can't wait to tell you. So let's get to Lisa and Teddy in the hotel room. So do you want to explain what happened here? I've been talking so much, and I'm going to be talking (laughs) way more. Well... Teddy expects an apology from Lisa, but Lisa won't back down and neither will Teddy because Teddy believes that Lisa instructed Blizzard to tell Teddy so that they can orchestrate this setup. She shows Lisa the text. Lisa is adamant that this is all BS. This is um, not true. Uh, But Teddy is saying, no, it's clearly a setup. I have the text to prove it. And I was being roped into this game to try to villainize Dorit for basically the season's narrative. So that's that's basically their argument. And Teddy walks off when she realizes that Lisa isn't going to apologize. Then we get to dinner and Teddy's pissed. Teddy's like, I want an apology. Death stares I to was Lisa. set up. I am just done with all of this. Like, I am not going to, I'm going to sit here and be cordial, but I'm not going to participate. And you just see the anger is on her face visibly. Erica knows what Teddy's mad about. Kyle knows what Teddy's mad about. Now Dorit knows what Teddy's mad about. Because basically Dorit was in the hallway when this argument was going on between Teddy and Lisa. And Teddy basically is like, Dorit, I know we're not friends. Right. But I have your back. I, this is not okay. What she's doing to you is not right. And, and Dorit is kind of floored. Like, she doesn't know how to process it. She has no idea because yeah. this is someone who she thought was her enemy because Lisa was telling her it was her enemy. The show was showing it was her enemy. Yeah, but Dorit also got into it with Teddy. No, she, no, I'm saying Dorit and Tessie, but like with the dog situation. Oh, right. She's put, Lisa is kind of being like, you know, Teddy's the reason that this is all getting out. Teddy's the one that orchestrated this. But I feel like the night before. That veil was lifted. I feel like the night before with what Rinna said at dinner, yeah. Dorit started to turn on Lisa already. Already. No, yeah. I know. But this is but this was a big moment for her because it's right there, smack dab, Teddy going, 
I believe you. I'm with you. I stand in support with you. This woman is the one that is you have to worry about. Um. So it's really awkward because Dury and Lisa are rooming together. Yeah, it's weird. So Lisa and Kyle have to leave the next morning early because they're going back to L.A. for two different reasons. For Kyle, Sophia's going off to D.C. For Lisa... She has an event or something. She has for one to, of her restaurants. One of her restaurants, um, which I think was the Tom Tom. Was it? I think it was the Tom Tom. Uh, what should we call it? Um, Daily Mail party. No, because that already happened. Oh, that are, not the Daily Mail party. Sorry, the Tom Tom grand opening. Oh, the grand opening. I think so. Okay, but I could be wrong. Um, they all go to dinner, and basically, shit hits the fan. Explain what happens at dinner, Armin. Well, they start to broach the subject with Lisa, but even before that happened, Lisa was kind of being iced out at the dinner. Yeah. Nobody really acknowledges her other than Dorit. Dorit was interacting with her a little bit. I think she even suggested, oh yeah, why don't you order some wine, Lisa? But nobody else is really looking at her other than Teddy, who is giving her death stares. Death stares from across the table. And once the subject of the dog... Uh, Yas, uh, Lucy Juicy, Apple Goosey, whatever it's the name Lucy, is. It's Lucy Lucy Apple Juice. <laughs> Young. What is Kyle called though? Lucy Goosey Apple Juicy? I don't or know. Lucy, whatever. Has and 17,000 names. We don't need to get... What dog. a name. Very posh. So the dog subject gets broached and Lisa's like, I'm done. I'm out. She dips. Kyle runs after her uh, and Lisa insists that... What did she say? I was doing fine before Teddy Mellencamp, and I'll be doing fine after Teddy Mellencamp. And at the table, we had this interesting exchange, actually, between Rinna and Kyle after Lisa left, because Rinna wants Kyle to turn on Lisa, saying, you need to acknowledge Lisa's actions, and... Uh, just because you guys are close and you guys have this history doesn't make it okay to enable her. And Kyle fights back on that saying, look, I'm in a really tough position. You know, I just post-mated a uh, $10,000 watch. That was insane. I love that. (laughs) That was amazing, though. What a flex. But essentially, Kyle says, look, I'm in a tough position here because I agree that Lisa uh, was wrong, but I'm also very close with her. And I know how she is. And I kind of know how to handle her. But Rinna's like, well, if you know how she is, then you've got to make her own it. She doesn't quite say that. But essentially says that. And Kyle's like, look, you cannot hold me accountable for Lisa Vanderpump's actions. And that's where they leave off on the dinner table. Then they go get really wasted, which leaves Kyle super hungover (laughs) and not wanting to hear Lisa talk more about this dog situation the next morning. But that is essentially where the uh, episode leaves off, right? No, because the episode oh, leaves right, off right. with Lisa returning right. to someone who does want right. to hear about this dog situation, which is none other than Ken Todd, who brings out receipts. Iconic. That basically show that John Blizzard and Teddy were kind of joking about this and bringing the dog out, making sure that the dog was going to be shown on camera. And they joked this season on Vanderpump Dogs. Right. Okay. Now this is where things get dicey because at this point, I'm going to just kind of lay everything out 
for what Lisa is saying at the end of this episode. She's saying she had no involvement with this. She does not speak with John Blizzard. She doesn't even have his number because he's an event planner. She has 400 employees. She doesn't think about this single one guy. Um, he's 23 years old. He makes mistakes. You know, he probably got caught up in the hubbub of all of this. Um, and that's why him and Teddy decided to make their play and to make this a storyline this season. Now. And there are some damning texts from Teddy. From Teddy. Teddy posted on Twitter a text exchange between her and John Blizzard. She wrote hashtag season nine and he goes plot twist. I'm a friend this friend of this season. And she goes, ha ha ha. Then John Blizzard goes, IDK. I'm just getting mixed messages. Like Lisa, tell her, Ken, don't say anything. I'm like, send help. Lisa says you should adopt the dog, LOL. And Teddy goes, Lisa is the the cast member, so her word rules. So that shows an exchange that Lisa actually is talking with John Blizzard and told John Blizzard in this text reveals that Lisa said, tell her, as in tell Teddy. Okay, so what? So what? Yeah. I actually wrote a big post on this about Twitter today, and I'm literally going to read what I Can I tell I you my stance? Tell me your stance. Okay, you know what? You no, tell me, tell me your stance. Okay. So I tweeted this today because I just had to get it all out because it finally like clicked in my head. Okay. So LVP has not re- refuted the fact that Dorit told her about giving up the dog to another family, but is disappointed that that family put the dog in a shelter. Correct. Dorit was wrong. I said Dorit is to blame for giving Yas away, but she shouldn't be crucified in the way that LVP is trying to do. Because, yes, Dorit gave away the dog, but Dorit thought she was giving away the dog to this family and not giving it to a shelter. Dorit made a mistake. She understands that. And I am Dorit should have done the proper way to transfer this dog because evidently this friend could not have been trusted because this dog went to a shelter. But Lisa, if she's really her friend, should understand this and not trying to make her look like a bad person, which is what it looks like with this information being revealed and the scene from Vanderpump Dogs that was looked like it was so orchestrated from the beginning. So, but And Teddy was a part of it. And I believe Teddy was a part of it. But Teddy realizes the situation and is coming out with the truth of how Lisa planted the story because she feels for Dorit, because she understands that this is going to destroy Dorit you know, for something that was her fault, but wasn't directly the, what, what she's getting in trouble for wasn't directly her decision. Destroy Dury is a bit overdramatic, but continue as someone. And then I wrote as someone who is now a dog person, I get the anger of those upset. Yas ended up in a kill shelter, but like I said, we can't blame Dury for something that someone else did, especially when LVP knew all along, they both got this woman, who I don't think is ever going to come forward because who wants to be known as this person who drops off dogs at kill shelters. <laughs> they both were duped. Um, I do feel like Ken is a driving force in this behind LVP trying to make her say like, no, don't give this up. Don't, you know, because both of their empires rely on this, you know, the, yeah, every- and explain that original text, which original text that said Ken was there with a friend. Oh, Ken's friend. Yeah. Yeah. So it comes from Ken's friend or whatever that like, uh, that was from Teddy. I think Ken is pushing it. And, you know, John Blizzard basically said that when he was like, you know, or Ken's friend, haha. Like, you know, if you know what I mean. 
So it's not coming from Ken. It's coming from someone connected to Ken. Because you you hire people to do stuff for you for a reason. So right. things don't get back to you 100%. So I think Ken is part of this. And we're kind of ignoring that. He's kind of seen as like, oh, the husband who just sits at home and loves Lisa. But I think he's a part of the scheme as well. Because, hey, if they could get another show, Vanderpump Dogs, based on this drama, why not? You know, they're already making a ton of money. And it's his business as well. I've been saying since they launched Vanderpump Dogs that they will probably try to make a reality a, a show, show called Vanderpump it. Dogs. People love dogs. Yeah. And you put some dramatic people, people working there. People love Vanderpump. Yeah. Um, I think a Tom Tom show should be in the works too. Fuck it. Oh, that make the, it all happen. The cast of Tom Tom is boring. Peter told us this, right? Um, but you have to hire interesting, interesting people. people. Yeah. Um, I think that all the women want is for Lisa to finally tell the truth and to, but Lisa's too nervous to fall from grace and to come to this reveal of that. You know, she is a producer, and I feel bad because she's made this persona for herself. She's on this pedestal she's on this pillar and if she reveals like that she is more of a producer of herself and those around her and is this manipulated calculated chess player like Kyle said season two Bobby Fisher it's gonna make her look bad and I feel bad because it's it's like your entire identity is under threat like who you are in the public eye is so much for these people people already think she's manipulative but this would and the chess this would verify this this would solidify it I said, let me verify. Okay. okay. Finish, I said, then... she needs to be open. She needs to open up, be vulnerable and stop hiding for uh, behind other excuses for why she's doing what she does. We've seen it with Renna and the Munchausen situation. We've seen it with Brandy and Mauricio with like the whole like tabloid situation. She's a producer. I said, that's her greatest blessing and curse. I think. And, and I have to agree with Karamo and we watched on watch what happens live. <laughs> Andy Andy basically brought up this whole situation to Cromwell and Cromwell was like she was a manipulative person when her brother was alive and for her to use that as this like thing to hide behind now she started doing all this before he died of course and she will do it long after it's who she is okay so I think I think Lisa's wrong I think Dorit is wrong and I think I'm allowed to say both are wrong in their situations yeah, but, I agree with that. But I think the women, I don't think they should be crucified for wanting this situation to just be over and for Lisa to just basically be like, because Lisa gets away with everything and has gone unscathed. And that's annoying for people that's who not are true, villainized okay. on television. That's not constantly. true. Okay. Can I bring to you a different angle on this? Okay. What is this angle? It's been verified that Lisa Vanderpump is a producer. You know who else is a producer? Lisa Rinna, who's playing her own game. You know who else is a producer? Erica Jane, Eddie. You know who else is a producer? Teddy Mellencamp. You know who else is a producer? Dorit Kemsley. They are all producing. Reality TV, and you know this, is all a cooperation between the talent and the producers. So none of this just happens. Lisa Vanderpump and Dorit and Denise Richards aren't just filmed 24-7 and you see what good content you can mine out of it. No, they go into every single scene with a narrative in mind. That's not to say it's fake, by the way. You take your real-life narratives and you apply them to the screen. 
And that's how you know who needs to be mic'd up. That's how the producers know who to focus on, the cameramen know who to focus on, etc., etc. The emotions are often real, mostly real, right? But you have to produce the moment. You have to get us there. So what I'm trying to say is, and I said this last week, Lisa Rinna kind of flipped the script. She kind of like broke the fourth wall here. But my problem with it, and I, I love it in one way because it's kind of like an undefeatable argument. Like, oh, you were producing this? You set this up? Because she did. But so is Rinna. They are all constantly setting everything up. And I, I think that she knew that was the easiest way to game Lisa because Lisa has that reputation. So while, while I love it in the sense that like, okay, this was kind of like a checkmate move. I'm also like, you're disrupting the reality TV process. And I would have loved to see how the season evolved if Rinna just let it play out and let Dorit become the villain that she was meant to become for this season and then see how Dorit reacted. Because now we're going to get a whole season of, again, breaking the fourth wall where it's like, oh, did Lisa Vanderpump set it up? Yes! Just like, by the way, Erica Jane set up that whole scene with Teddy where they're golfing, that's a bullshit see, scene. See. Teddy doesn't golf. They would never go golfing together. They're not even that close of friends. But that was set up so Erica could convey her message of her anti-LVP stance. And I agree. But I think what it's, the... This is so contrived. But I think what I'm the, here for it, though. I it's think what the women have a problem with is Lisa produces to attack certain people. They all do that. They're flipping the script on Lisa this time. But, but no they one can all do no that, though. Active, what I'm saying, though, no, Eddie. The problem no, 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 is, Eddie, is Lisa if, set up a situation to make Dorit look bad because she couldn't do it herself because she was worried about the relationship between her and Dorit because it has ties with PK, has ties with their friends from England. They all do Kyle. that every okay. single season. That, okay, they all I do, I think produce Lisa, to make the other person out to be a villain. And whoever produces best is going to be the hero of the story. No, I do not agree with That's that. That's how it works. That's not how it works. The, I and don't the problem agree. with BH, which is true, not the problem, but the, the a common reoccurrence is that they break the fourth wall at some point and acknowledge that there's cameras and that they are gaming to the camera. But this happens on every single franchise. A, a housewife will bring up a certain issue uh, with another housewife or about another housewife in front of the cameras to get it on the camera and to launch a narrative, to take a snowball and turn it into an avalanche. That's how it works. Yeah, but the problem is, my problem is, is that most of, yeah, you have a villain, it's whatever, but this this is so, could be so damaging to Dorit because it is animals and it involves oh, philanthropy. Please. No, what I'm saying is like, Lisa's uh, Lisa wanted to set up this whole story to make Dorit the villain. Okay, so say they produce, say they produce. I'm this is on your thing. She produced to make Dorit the villain. Blah blah blah. All this stuff. Yeah. Now it's making Vanderpump Dogs look like it can't handle its shit. I guess Lisa doesn't care. Lisa does care, and that's why she's trying to change the narrative late in the game and trying to make all these other little. Now she's overproducing because she doesn't know what to do, and it's gonna it's making a mess of her situation because this could fail her company if Vanderpump no, Dog. Please, no, it won't. Oh, it won't. I won't. 
but it's going to leave a bad reputation for Lisa Vanderpump and the rest of the and the Vanderpump dogs. I don't really think so, but I think she was shocked. John Sesa does not look like he can do shit at this point. John Sesa is a whiny little bitch. John <laughs> Blizzard has a loud mouth. Lisa Vanderpump's there. Clearly their dogs aren't trained. Like not, they're not. I'm just, these are claims that people can make. The dogs aren't trained. They're attacking other people's children. Oh, people can just give away dogs with like, there's no system. You know, she just lets her friends do basically whatever. Like if you look at it from an outsider's perspective, not someone who's like into all this stuff, it looks like a business that does not know what they're doing. Even just, it just has the Vanderpump name on it. It's like a celebrity tourist spot. I'm going down with the Vander ship. I know Let's you are. Let's go. You and my, you, I'm standard pumping. Let's go. I know you are. I just, I, you know, I've never, like, I have had a problem with Vanderpump for a long time. And I just think she chose wrong. And I think she's finally getting a taste of her own medicine. And it's, it's hard, and I think that's why she gave up. I this don't- has happened to her before, though. This is a repeat of season four. Look, I think she's just shocked that Rinna exposed it this early on in the season because usually one of them gets stage fright later on, and they're afraid that they'll get exposed or whatever. They just don't want to play the game anymore, and they try to turn it around on Lisa and make her the scapegoat for everything, even though, even though they were complicit. Teddy was complicit, which you have admitted. No, I have admitted that. Yeah. So And she's admitted it as well. Because that's reality TV. That's what they do well on Roni. They do that on New Jersey. They do that on OC. They do that on Atlanta. Except BH, for whatever reason, at some point, they freak out. I don't know. I think we need to see what happens. I feel like more is going to be revealed. I feel like we can't have this fight until the very end of the season. Like, I feel like we're just, what we need to do is we just need to figure out information as it is, not try to make assumptions, not get down each other's throats because I feel like more is going to be revealed and more has been revealed every week. And guess what? It's having everyone talk about it. It's having (laughs) friends become enemies. This is like 10 times bigger than Carol and Bethany. I want to get your thoughts. I think it will be. I want to get your thoughts on this though. I said this last week. Shout out to Lisa Vanderpump for at least bringing it. You know, coming into this season, like, we've had two boring seasons in a row. And you know what? I am going to produce some drama. Can we at least shout out LVP for that? I'm not shouting out LVP because she leaves halfway through the season like the little bitch she is. If you Because wa- they didn't play the game. They didn't play no, the game. No, because she doesn't want to play the game that she she used to be the, the queen of the castle. No, that's Guess not what? playing She's the not game. Queen anymore. She decided to back out at last minute because she couldn't handle it anymore. If you're not at the top, you just, and you not everyone can be at the top all the time. If you're going to be on the bottom, take it like a fucking no, man it's like, and do the show. No, it's like if we were playing basketball... And at some point, you know, you just go, you know, Armin, these rules are arbitrary. So why should I dribble the ball? Why should I do this? Why should I do that? Like, there's no point in the game. Let's just not play the game. It's not a game. It's reality television. Do your job. Show up to work and get filmed. Okay, Rena. Okay, Rena. Whether it makes you look good or not. You have a contract to sign. I'd say that's true. But also, why don't you let the game play out? If because, a narrative is being crafted, because, don't just don't just go. Oh, this is just all for the cameras. It's all for the cameras. Yes, you did not say anything groundbreaking, Rina, and I love Rina, but she but, did not say anything groundbreaking. But you know what? Lisa brought this on her. Vanderpump brought this on herself because she told Lisa to get more involved. And guess what? True. Lisa's getting involved. And so I do want to make it clear. I think this is all fascinating, but 
I do have my okay. criticisms. Though. We're going to fight That's for it. the next 20 let's minutes. Let's continue to fight. So, let's, let's end okay. the podcast, but fight. Continue All to right, fight. All right, everyone. Let us know what you think. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably going to get some haters now that I like, but I think both Oh, I think I'm going to get more Lisa, haters. Like, yeah. People are way anti We're LGBT. sorry. Let us know what you guys think. We're not going to try to fight on this podcast anymore until we get the, all the information. We'll fight off podcast. But if you guys want to see what we're talking about in regards to this, we'll retweet everything that we find. Um, we're on Twitter and Instagram by searching H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. And we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and iTunes if you want to subscribe. And make sure you guys know what's happening with Yas, Lucy Lucy Apple Juice. 